aspiring leaders, current leaders, and anyone who wishes to increase their leadership skills and improve their career. My name is Gary Davison, and I am the Poobah of the Lodge of Leaders podcast. Each week, we'll do a deep dive into the skills and elements of skill set development to help you reach greater heights and to help you grow those leaders around you. What can you expect from the Lodge of Leaders podcast? It's simple. My name is Gary Davison, and I am a leader with 25 years of leadership experience. In that time, I've grown in excess of 20 leaders to executive level positions in the field of education. I've been a teacher, assistant principal, principal, university faculty member, a board member on many charities, in addition to the roles I've held outside of the field of education. These all give me a very unique perspective that I can bring to helping to grow you and the leaders around you. After you embrace the thoughts, beliefs, and actions of the systems that I've put into place, it's my belief that you will see your own leadership skills improve and thus your career will prosper. You can expect to grow and you can expect to grow those around you if you put the work into your skill set and you're honest with your feedback. Remember, friction makes for growth and we will grow. Hello, Lodge members. We're back with you again for Principal Mentor Series number 31. Today, we're going to talk about leading by developing synergy. You know, they say teamwork makes the dream work. Boy, is that so true. And, you know, from my experience, synergy is not just being stuck together. That's not synergy. Synergy is a successful combined effort. It's not luck, it's not happenstance, and it's not anything that's intermittent. Rather, it's intentional, careful application of each member's strengths and weaknesses applied with a process. You know, Michael Jordan once said, talent wins games, but teamwork and intelligence wins championships. Boy, isn't that so true? Um, that, that you can put the best performers together, but they just may not work together. And that's, that's just um, where the leader really needs to put their talents in weaving the strengths and weaknesses of all the team members together. Today, we've got a few success indicators that will really help you in developing synergy with your team. Success indicator number one. Um, As a good leader, you really need to know the strengths and the weaknesses of each team member. Do an analysis of each one of them. Do an analysis of yourself. Actually outline it, put it on paper, and find those areas where they can help one another, that they can really carry the day for each other. Um, There are times I remember when members of my team, you, you know, when we first started the school that I'm at right now, and and I had a very, very small team, um, <clears throat> you know, I tried to take some, some roles that were not strengths for me. 
And so as our team grew and I had the ability to add others with those kinds of strengths, I added people with more of the, you know, they were more vivacious and they were able to go out and do those things and, and a few other pieces like pep rallies and all those other things that I just was not really in my wheelhouse. But boy, when I had members that were able to do this and that and this and that and this, we, we were able to be a really comprehensive team together. We all knew each other's strengths over time. So doing that analysis as a leader first really helps your entire team to grow. Number two, know how to communicate best together. Every team will have different methods of communication. Some of you are on teams where you have a weekly sit-down meeting. Um, there are other teams that I've had where the formal meeting structure is not the very best to get the best out of people, but rather an informal, what I call a flat leadership type of approach really worked well. So as the leader, you really have to assess what's the best way to communicate with and have them communicate with you um, to, to get your best work. Number three, actually plan for what the motivation and inspiration is for each member of your team. They are each going to be different, and they're all going to have different ways of being um, inspired and and really get that extra level out of them. Um, And sometimes, you know, I've had just a small number of, of team members that, you know, needed that kick in the seat. You know, if you need it, but I'm a big believer. If you kick somebody in the seat, you got to pick them up, you got to dust them off, and then you've got to give them feedback as a result of it. But I've had others that encouragement is the number one source of feedback for them. I've had others that have said, you know what? I don't need an attaboy. I just need your confidence. And that be that is just enough to inspire others. So you just need to know how each person, how they work. Um, assess a continual a continuum of their positive development. What I mean by that is chart it, chart where they're growing, chart where they work well together. So I have a team, right? Team right now has 10 members on it. And so I can tell you that there are pods within my team that work better than they do with other pods. And and I chart that out. I know that team member A, B, and C work well together, but Uh, There are times if I put C with um, E and with G, they're not going to work well together. However, when we're a part of a collaborative collective team, boy, they all really work well together. So you have to look at those dynamics of how to get the very best out of each other. Please understand me. I'm not saying that they're that they don't get along or that they're that they fuss with each other. I'm not saying that I'm talking about optimum performance. To gain optimum performance, there are just some people that you fall right into the pocket with in being able to do your very best work. So as a leader, you need to chart it. And success indicator number five, this one, I you hear me say this all the time, but really giving consistent feedback on the front end, during the process, towards the end, give feedback at all times. Encouragement, can be feedback. Um, just an attaboy can be feedback. Um, you might need to be more descriptive and just say, what were you thinking when, when you did this? I just want to know kind of how you were, how did you come about with that answer? Uh, don't ask for yeses and nos and don't give just 
good job. That's not feedback. Feedback is descriptive, actionable um, um, traction toward optimum performance. A couple of examples. Um, I've mentioned that I've been at the same school for a number of years. And as I think back to the generations of teams that I've had there, you know, I've had a team that was comprised of people that had a high degree of experience. I had one team that was very young, but they had a high degree of energy. Um, I had one team that was almost solely focused on one aspect of our work, and that being student support. Again, hugely important to our work, but I also needed some other things. So it was really nice to bring other people to that team because they had a, a great strength there. Um, but I needed to bring people with other strengths as well. And right now I have a team that is a little bit short on experience, but boy, are they very high on commitment and they are just, they're all in. And, um, I'm finding myself having to give less direction and more feedback. And that's a great place for a leader to be. You want to give direction. You want to give them a, a target to shoot at, but, I can give them more of a visionary target now rather than a very specific, I need you to do A, B, and C. I can say, let's look at the alphabet, and they will know how to target in on that. And boy, are they committed to being all in. Your walkouts today. Um, as a leader, first thing I would do is determine the strengths and weaknesses of each member of your team. I would actually sit down with my team if I were going to start looking at how to develop the synergy of my team. I would discuss it with them as individually. Talk to talk to each single person after you've assessed their strengths and weaknesses. Find out what they think their strengths and weaknesses are. You might have somebody who thinks they're very good in one thing, but really their strength may lie in another area. Then go to the entire group and talk to them as a group. And then the last thing I would do after you've talked to them as a group, set some benchmarks together. I think that's really a vital piece of developing that synergy. They need to see each other as a viable cog in the entire wheel of optimum performance. This podcast, The Lodge of Leaders, is sponsored exclusively by Greater Development, LLC. At Greater Development, they will develop, grow, and skillfully hone your leadership skill set. Let's face it, even Hall of Fame athletes, the greatest in their respective fields, have private coaches. Aren't your skills as important? Don't you want to be more effective and a fulfilled leader? They can help you. You can contact them at www.greaterdevelopmentllc.com. Let them help you reach your excellence. Lodge members, thanks for listening today to the Lodge of Leaders podcast. Before we go, I have a request. If you like today's episode, please add a review of the Lodge of Leaders podcast on either Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you've been listening. You can join the Lodge by going to drgarydavison.com and leaving me a comment, or simply going to questions at lodgeofleaderspodcast.com. All of the questions and comments will be part of upcoming episodes. Until we meet again, please remember that experience is not the best teacher. Feedback is...